0: Umbrella. This is Frank Mill and this is Tommy Guns. Welcome to A to G, A to G, God A to G. Damn it, episode seven. What the? What's the uh, the uh, numeral? Ugh. The numerals
1: for that? That's that's a V, v and two eyes. Yeah, that's right. V
0: double I, V double I.
1: Yeah. All right. Cool. So and,
0: and, and, <laughs> and niggas. Yeah. Episode seven. We got 138 followers. Thank every single one of y'all. Um, and it's more of y'all that need to catch up because we followed a whole lot of people. Y'all need to follow us back. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Y'all need to get with the program on that one because ASAP. yeah, we put in this work and we want to hit that. What's our Go two fifty? We need that
0: two fifty subs on SoundCloud. We do need them for yeah. real. We what 120 away? Show some love if you listen. Click Just like click like the button. like, click the click follow. follow Tell your friends. God, tell your mama. She might like what we talking about. Yeah. Like she, it don't matter.
1: Love it, love it or hate it. Just um, get with it. That's all. That's it, all.
0: Facts. Just mm-hmm. facts, man. I think uh, uh, this podcast is brought to you proudly, man, by Creative Canvas Art Showcase, uh, at, at an eclectic event for the creatives in the universe, mostly dealing with visual artists. Uh, musicians designers uh, and one night we bring everyone together and create a a overwhelming experience of uh influence of branding of fellowship and it just makes magic and uh shout out to houston texas this sunday me and the boy tommy guns oh we gonna hit the, to the, the fucking city. road roadies and everybody that listens to us y'all are watching and listening to dreams become reality so we're just two dudes to do podcasts that y'all listen to but this sunday we'll be in front of over 200 people doing what we'd love so if you got dreams or anything out there fucking get to it god damn it get and to it don't stop
1: don't the don't stop uh uh, don't that, stop. Take that shit. Don't the don't I said, stop. Take it. You better take that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. All right. All right. Hey, so, go ahead.
0: Go ahead, man. My bad. So mm-hmm. this
1: is also brought to you by brought to you by uh, Established Gentleman Box. Oh. Oh yeah. So um, if you like to get your nice accessories going, get nice ties, nice uh, lapel pins, nice tie bars, socks, and any other accessories, uh, go to PFS Boulevard or establishedgentlemanclub.com and sign up for a monthly subscription to where you get an uh, assortment of accessories sent to you every day. Sorry? Once a month. Bingo. <laughs> and uh, gets you, get you on your fly, shit. So uh, check it out at or and or also establishedgentlemanclub.com.
0: This uh, this podcast is also brought to you by Whiskey Wednesday, starting oh, February yes. 22nd. The first one. In Washington, D.C., the yeah. v- v- elite and only venue and only event in the city where suit and tie is required women must be in cocktail dresses pre fly society and tommy gun studios is re-establishing the elite don't matter what color you are this is how we get down this is how we party we party in class and everybody's free you can visit uh, I got where we got to put the link somewhere. Oh, the we got to put Brian? the link somewhere. Maybe ah, yeah. on Instagram yeah. so that people can click yeah. the link.
1: Cause like it's super exclu- man, it's so exclusive. It's so exclusive, so
0: exclusive that we don't even got
1: to join all super. On, we don't. On public. We need to put it out. It's like for first it's really kind of invite only. Cause these guys, we got to screen you before we, you can even get. The invite. God damn,
0: you kind of right for real. But like.
1: Just so For you know about switch. it. Yeah, just so you know. You know about it. So, like, if you're not invited, you probably need to get your wardrobe
0: up. So, that yes. means you
1: probably need to sign up with the jet box. And, uh, and then you can holler at it. I mean, well. that's kind
0: of a fact, though. Yeah, because, that's, like, a, that's oh, a fact.
1: Yeah, we, we were talking about a party that, like, everybody can't come. Like,
0: you y- might y'all get... Y'all can't. Y'all might get turned around, though. We there ain't no fucking might. You will. Yeah. So yeah, you will like, get turned around. Niggas who, first off, if you wear them suits, first off, if a suit... If you still wear a Steve Harvey style suit from when he had the box, support buttons, we the will not buttons. let we will not let you in. Okay, I don't give a fuck that you, you can have the have a a hairline. Suit. Yeah, keep, keep, you the, keep hairline, the hairline, but the suit, nah, no, no, never.
1: So that's what that's so that's what that's uh, that's definitely what we on right now. Um, we just on some different shit. So we got, we're gonna get into it without further ado. What was the topic you were talking to me about this earlier? Well, we haven't we had discussion. We a that, random discussion that it. took yeah. place, and and
0: and, 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 what, and actually, I'm actually going, I'm actually going to put it more on you because we were talking about just throw me under the button, exactly button. Yeah. because we were talking more so about business tactics and uh, marketing tactics, and that sort of trickled over into the confidence that's needed. And then that led to us talking about individuals who we felt lacked confidence. Yeah. So, where we should actually begin is in what advice do you think, or what advice would you like to give to for people who don't under who don't have a clear understanding on what did you call it, disposable income? Yeah, like basically. Long story short. Tommy has something to, to enlighten everyone on, on how to save oh, money to a, waste. Okay. Oh, okay. I so that's, that's, that's what it's, oh, yeah. when you have a business, you actually should have a budget of money that you're going to waste on purpose. My man, Tommy's going to open the door.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, I'll open it. Okay, i we're, we're, we're gonna. <laughs> man, that's, you sound like you shutting me up for a horror movie. Like, no, I, don't, I don't know what's behind that door, but I'm gonna let you open it first. And if you get if you get died, bit by the monster, yeah, I, it
0: gives me no time for me to run. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. Niggas gotta get hey, out. I
1: live, I, live, I live for the thrill. So <laughs> let's get let's get right to it. So like um.
0: This disposable income. Yeah, so
1: what does what is formally known as or also known as is a contingency plan. Uh huh. I actually do it. I personally, I, I have, I've done it. Like I set up uh, for myself when I set up my monthly budget. Mm-hmm. I, I put a ten percent contingency on everything I do. So when I do a spreadsheet at the end of all that, I mean, I include like state tax, federal tax, all that shit, I also put an extra ten percent uh, tax on top of that as a as a contingency, just in case anything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. But with all that says that you you can apply that to to anything you're doing in, in regards to finances because a lot of times people deliberately uh, go into, into into situations where they are not expecting to fail or not, or not expecting things to go wrong when they know for a fact things will. Mm-hmm. You know for a fact when you have a vehicle you, you probably are going to get into a car accident. You probably are something's probably going to go wrong with your car. But a mm-hmm. lot of people don't even budget and plan for it going wrong. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you get into that environment and that situation and that's when it, it goes into like affecting your psychology and all that stuff. You you generate a lot more stress than what it needs to be because like it was inevitable. You should have expected it. But like you go into a situation to where, oh shit, I got a flat tire. Yeah. Oh shit, where my, where, where's the money for it? Mm-hmm. Oh shit, uh, you saying I need an oil change. Oh, oh shit, I need a... Uh, I got a. I somebody hit my car. I got a fender bender. I got a scratch on my car. Yeah. And now you're ever digging for money, which you should have already had and you should have already anticipated. Mm-hmm. Money that you know that's that's going to pretty much go down the toilet. Like I even when I even get to a point where I budget for speeding tickets. I budget for parking tickets and speeding tickets. Where like, if you you know you drive, you know for a fact you you look at look at the last two years how many tickets you got Jesus speeding
0: Christ.
1: and parking and just why don't you just already have that money set set aside? Because if anything. It will save you the stress that comes along with those uh those hiatus kind of situations. Okay. And, um, so I was I would like to implement like a, a some type of contingency, whether you know, saying 10%, 20%, whatever, whatever you can work with uh to do it. So now with that being said, is that your your it tricks your mind into looking that looking at that money as like extra money and you can use that. To like if you so like now if you if you uh play it safe and you stay within your within your contingency, that extra ten percent is now saved up for something that you can do other things with. And then that when I went into uh into how into how to probably invest things in like, but I'm gonna let you go ahead and um, respond to that before we move to the next phase well, of topic.
0: I I, I I uh like you. You know, your folks tell you all the time, like, my mom was big on, like, yo, you need to put some money away. Put some money away. And I'd be like, yo, fuck that. I'm about to spend this money now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I guess as time has passed and I've become more of a responsible adult, (laughs) you put money down because, like they say, that rainy day money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then we're not even really talking on super responsible, like, savings right now. We're talking about, like... The people who aren't living the rich and famous lifestyle still want to have an allotment of money to the go enjoy themselves. And instead of penny pinching off your weekly paycheck, people should spend. A, I think people should spend a little bit more time sacrificing a month for a grand bash. It's like so. Yes, I would almost be on some every other month. I'll do some shit like this month. I'm nothing. Saving, and I'm gonna put that together with the savings. But at the end of next month, I'm going to get me a section, and I don't give a fuck if I'm in that section by my if whatever it is that you like to do. You're gonna do it big. You're gonna do it big, but you save right. up for that. Yeah. I feel like people have more joy, like not more, because people want to go out more consistently. But if you don't got the ends to do it, like you're really hurting yourself. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But if you uh, if you uh, plan for the money that you want to fuck up. Like you can plan that money. Like I, I like uh, like I stayed. I was talking with Peanut. Thinking about traveling to Miami once a month, starting twenty eighteen. Mm. Where once a month we get on the plane and we go to Miami. Like
1: that's and, that's, how that's, that's 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 a that's add a nice some movie. add
0: some getaway shit. Yeah. But if you think about it, if we both take bread, we both put our bread together, and we go down there. It don't mean I don't mean go down and ball out. I mean cop a little frontier flight. Don't be that much round trip you catch a deal especially if you buy it in advance cop a little cop a little ticket fly down that joint come back the money been saved up or we may like or like i said we may not be able to go every month but we may go every other month yeah but just getting to the point where it's you have to they tell you to make time right to enjoy life so you got oh i work 50 hours oh i work whatever but what you, instead of complaining about on the weekend, make the most out of that. So if, if I get, if, if, if let's say I had a job, if I get off work at six, I catch a flight at nine, I'm in Miami, shit, I'm on the beach Saturday and Sunday, I'm back at work Monday, I'm cool. Like, and I know next month I'm about to do that again. Like I'm, I'm making plans, but I've been saving so that I can chill. You see what I'm saying? People be like, well, you got all this, you don't got to have a lot of money for real. Like for real, you don't gotta have a lot. You gotta make do what you got. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel about it.
1: Yeah, and also even to respond to that because like I really want to just go into like the 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 perception and the mind trickery of it because like mm. when you when certain things happen, that's how we always went to things. We're like, oh shit, I, I got a flat tire. Oh shit, I got to scrape up my car. I gotta fix it. Whatever, whatever the case may be. You somehow miraculously
0: come so, up with the money. Come, come up with the money. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> but. Imagine at least being able to do that exact same thing and leave all the stress of it behind. That's a fact. Because, like, really, really what I'm trying to get you is because it, it, it really plays into how you move. And because we don't really get into the conversation aspect of it, but like, just to uh, dial it back before we get that far, um, it plays into your mentality of, of how you live and move. Where, like, a lot of times people. Can get a pocket ticket and I would blow that whole entire day. Tell me about it's it. It's just because yeah, it's just, <laughs> and it's just because they didn't anticipate or plan for for that for for shit like that to happen. Where yeah. It's like okay, if I just anticipated it and expected it to happen, either there's only two things that to happen. When it happens, I'm not gonna bat nah. I'm good. You're yeah. Like, oh, fuck it to happen. I expected it. Boom. Yeah. Or two, it just don't happen, and now you at the end of this shit, you looking like oh shit, I got this extra XYZ. I got this extra extra cash, extra uh, extra flow. Yeah. To go do whatever it is I want to do. This the luxury shit that I didn't want to do. Yeah. So it's almost like you're creating your own insurance, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because now like, I'm, kinda, I'm gonna get to a point where like I almost wanna like certain insurance that I want to I almost like just want to avoid. Unless I have to the like, way, have it. Yeah. i want to get to a point where like I have, I can fund my own insurance. Yeah. Because insurance companies are designed to make money. They're designed, they're designed for you to pay out more money than what you need. and but Now imagine if you had, you actually had that money.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Now your, like your experience in life would be different because now that money can roll over into the next year. So like if you said, if you said, all right, I'm going to create a $10,000 contingency mm-hmm. that I, if anything goes wrong, you good. To a point where like, if you got a car for like, a city for car, like if you total your car, Yeah. you can go to to a lot and buy another one right there and there. And I mean, these are like long term things. I'm, cause we're, no, I'm here. Yeah, I'm we're hip. talking about like, micro contingencies. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about like creating budgets for like two hundred dollar budgets for doing the, the little things like but now like really try to multiply that or amplify this the same type of uh business model or this business tactic or this or this financial tactic imply it to like anything to where like yo if I lost my car right now I can go to the store and buy another one. Yeah. I mean, at least I, I at the very least put a down payment down on another and one. And get and be on back and, on and the back, road back on the road. Yeah, it's yeah good exactly. right back in the eye. now. Now expecting that now th- with that being said now you create your own contingency you now don't need uh, an expensive insurance plan. Mm-hmm. You can like get the both bullshit insurance, and now you're saving that extra hundred dollars a month just because you have that. You you save that that extra ten k mm-hmm. to like to to like now if your car fucks up, you can you good you can fix it. Boom, you back you back in the game. So you might you may, uh go out uh, be out of out of pocket fifteen hundred, but you still got the other seventy five hundred or eighty five hundred. 8, yeah. Uh, you go back to work. You flip it. You you do know saying you get it back up to ten k. and You good. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying like, but all I have to really say is that um, you can now you're really now start to maximize your money because when you go when you start paying other people go into like especially dealing with high insurance rates and shit like that. When you when you put the ten k for that year for that five years for that for that time period, if you don't use it, you lose it. So like it's, it's almost like a loser lose situation where you're going you doing an insurance thing. And you're paying X amount of dollars, and the moment you get into a car accident, they immediately shoot your premium up. If mm-hmm. any any time accident, you just, your premium goes up. You're not even paying more money. It's like they're they want you to pay money, and then also not expect you to even save it at the same time if you do right. Yeah. So it's so, ridiculous. So I think I, I think it's fundamentally retarded. Yeah. Uh, but that's a whole nother whole another discussion. But all I just say is that like this concept. What allow you to maximize your money in every in, in like every aspect of life? Where like we were talking about even you know when it comes out to having fun, where you should do the same thing. That's why you, when you were mentioning that uh, instead of trying to go out, trying to be outside every damn weekend, take off the next three weekends, mm-hmm. save all that money. That you you go out, you would probably spend like thirty dollars every time you go out. Mm-hmm. Just just, just off of just probably get into a venue, you'll buy a couple of drinks, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Every weekend. Fuck it. Don't go out every day on weekend. Go out that one Saturday mm-hmm. and live to the fullest. Because, like, <laughs> I noticed that, like, spending $30 ain't guaranteeing you shit. Spending $50 nah. probably ain't going to guarantee you shit. Ain't going like, to guarantee you probably, money. you probably not going to really get your, your cash. Like your not cash here. Money. Like, not even here. Not whatever. here in D.C. But yeah. we go
0: to Pub House with a, what's, what's it called? It's called Poe House down in Columbia. <laughs> Columbia, Sacramento. Uh-huh. $3 a drink. <laughs> That's $30 to give me 10 that's nah. ridiculous. Hey, no bullshit. Oh, Five points God. or whatever the shit called in Columbia, South Carolina. Five oh, points. My nigga, gosh. three bucks, we would be <laughs> would have fell over. You'd take thirty bucks and leave the house and be still at the bar, nigga. Straight Lord. up. But my my fault. My oh no, nah, that's hey. <laughs> hey, I had That's to, a dream right for there. For sure, for sure. Oh, next man. time we go down, next time we next time I go down, nigga. You got you, got I'm you, gonna yeah. bring you with me. You gotta check it out.
1: Yeah, but you know, so, so all I have to really say is that nigga Saving your saving your shit and like really just just taking the time out and invest and maximize any little experience that you have. If you're not ready to maximize and live your experience to the fullest, then you take the step back and take a couple of sacrifices. Like oh, I ain't gonna go out this weekend. I ain't gonna eat dinner this time. But when I do,
0: I'm gonna do, I'm it, going big. To, I'm
1: gonna do it big. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that's just pretty much what, what the whole concept behind it.
0: I think that I think that um, what a lot of people get caught up in is the pressure by other people, and it's because they're not confident in themselves and their abilities. And it may seem like, well, no, that's not it. I just want to go out with my friends. No, because the way I look at it is if you, if Tommy pulled up with two imaginary people that I would call my friends at the moment, if they, if those two, if y'all three showed up and was like, yo, we about to get it popping. And I know Plus, y'all niggas know me. I don't really like to go to the club and stand in general pop. Like, I just don't like it. Like, it's like the prison yard to me almost. You have no clue what the fuck's <laughs> about to take place. Like, none of that is helping. So, and you, don't, you just don't know what's about to happen. So, I've never been a, a fan of just standing, rubbing shoulders with a bunch of niggas, saying excuse me 400 times. And out here in D.C., don't nobody say excuse me back. So, it's just a bunch of fucking bumping and rubbing arms. But if I sit three weeks and be like, no, I'll catch y'all niggas at the end of the month, then I tell y'all what, when I show up, I'm gonna have that, I'm gonna have that chicken and we're gonna be able to have some fun. Um, I I, I sort of use that example for how I do it with the summer. Like, in DC, wrote to me, I haven't experienced a better day party than Rosebart Day Party. Like, Oh yeah, them just is live. Yeah, I'm I haven't just, like, yeah. I haven't experienced I reg- a better one. <laughs> yeah, I, I recorded that
1: shit. No, that one time. That shit was i was like damn this this is this is two o'clock in the afternoon
0: bro and And all i do every like every summer like i always will try to link with all my niggas i'd be like yo i feel like we should do it to like twice a summer and then if you have like let's just say we hit the jackpot let's say we do the indianapolis show Mm -hmm. uh this summer and we hit the jackpot and we come back and just happen to decide to do it again but if not at the beginning of summer we hit rose bar day party like Get a t- like you get a section, you do the whole thing that's the whole to experience. open the summer up mm-hmm. and then I do it to close the summer. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I done put that money aside. It got, I got five, six hundred dollars that I know I'm about to waste. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm showing up, my, other, my niggas showing up with me, they got five, six hundred, I mean we go in that joint and do anywhere between thirty four to four grand. But every nigga, that money, we ain't even sweating that money. Mm-hmm. Like, I done put that money down just to fuck up. You see what I'm saying? And it's because, and but you can tell a motherfucker no when you're not seeking the immediate or redundant gratification of the people that's out. Mm-hmm. I don't got to go out every time for motherfuckers to know I got the juice. I don't even really go nowhere that much. If we not fucking with Sheck them... At a Sheck Mitch At one of them little Like one of their events Yeah And rocking with them You know what I'm saying Showing them niggas love Or if I ain't fucking my boy G them You know what I'm saying Or some shit like that Ain't really nowhere for me to go for real Like I I much rather I much rather k- take it easy You know what I'm saying Yeah But when me and you start putting We start putting that bread down Just for that Oh shit It's like <laughs> I mean It is what it is And then when we do it Which has been proven When we went and did For my Capper anniversary Yeah When we went and did that shit mm-hmm. Man we was we was toe up <laughs> And we put the money We had the money with was just a little couple bucks But we yeah. did what we had to do You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying So um, I, I kind of touched on it A little bit yeah. When I say You know if cash show up Just how confident you are mm-hmm. And like In the decision That you're making I'm, I'm solid And I'm confident In what I'm about to do yeah. You see what I'm saying yeah. I'm not Right now I'm not about to spend That money on that mm-hmm. I'm gonna put this down And be cool with These ramen noodles Or whatever or How I'm about to struggle mm-hmm. For a little while You see what I'm saying yeah. So when the confidence factor comes in, which we touched on earlier, mm-hmm. but we had to, the only way we could get to that was to talk about this first. Yeah. The confidence factor is a huge thing. Yeah. Is is it, would you say it is?
1: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that like, it's a, it's a, um, it's a byproduct of the decision you make and or anticipate it beforehand. Because confidence a good point. in, this, That's in a its essence point. is, is, um, it's just certainty when you have certainty when you plan for some shit. And the thing is Cause like Like I said It's about perception Is that It's trying to make like a You can make a big splash In a little pond Facts Versus trying to just get in The ocean
0: Yeah and fit the fuck in And
1: that's And I I think that's that's where like People lose People don't People try to win on the big shit Mm -hmm. And neglect the little shit Bingo Like you can have My whole time Like there's certain times Where like I've had more fun Just like Having gatherings at home with just my homies,
0: mm-hmm. than being
1: out. being being out of the country or being out of the out of the state, living up doing like doing the ballerific shit where like I be in fucking Miami, uh, fucking uh, live on Sunday, yeah. done that shit. Yeah, that wasn't my funnest. That wasn't my funnest experience.
0: Yeah, no, it was
1: a great like it was a great experience, but like but it's not like there's times where like damn like you. Think about oh that that night or one time uh in college when we was in the dorm rooms with with the home girls, whatever and we yeah. just got fucked up yeah and like this little experience was can can beat some of the most extravagant and luxurious experiences by that you far. can have by far and uh, that would that got me thinking about making a big splash in a little pond in the sense of if you can't handle the big shit like going uh overseas or traveling or do whatever the fuck it is doing shit that like. That society deems as this is what's cool and this is what everyone's trying to do, versus, let me take this like you can't maybe maybe you can't afford a table,
0: mm-hmm.
1: fucking save up a hundred bucks mm-hmm. or whatever or 50, 50, 60 bucks and go to a dive bar and fuck that dive bar up. Yeah, like be that nigga in that dive bar.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm dive bar uh, <laughs>
0: done. <laughs> yeah, done. I'm the dive bar I'm done. done. Yeah, you know <laughs> and
1: be that like I'm the guy that comes in and, and buy. Seven dollars for everybody. Yeah. Everybody gets to beer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Be that guy. And and it's like just all this, cause all this is just about winning. And then and to me, that that perception will will generate the affirmation that you need and, and will will exude the confidence that people so uh so desire. But that's uh that's just one aspect. I'm gonna let you well, go to jump well, on
0: that. I, I I was going to I say and I actually think that it's with the confidence, an underlying factor. Of it is how comfortable you are with yourself. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If and, and how not only how comfortable you are with yourself, but when it's time to motherfucking put up or shut up, will you? You see what I'm saying? When we uh when we and you, when we do events, like when we do an event or I gotta if I meet somebody that's a fan or something like that, I'm so comfortable with me. Like I'm so comfortable with how I dress, I'm so comfortable with what I've created and established for myself that the words that come out of anybody else's mouth don't mean shit to me at this point anymore. Like I'm, I'm so unbothered, bro, that it's, it's crazy how unbothered I am. You know what I'm saying? I haven't been, uh, angry or anything like that in a long period of time. And it's because I've reached an understanding that I can only do what I put the effort into to, to, to create this result. And I'm confident enough in myself that, the, the work that I've put in behind the scenes, the work that I've been putting in year after year after fucking year is ultimately going to pay off to the point that I really don't have to say or do too much to show you who I am because I'm not really looking for your validation. So when we talk about having that confidence or we talking about going to, like you said, go to the dive bar, a person who's extremely confident in himself says I can go into the dive bar or I can go to live and I'm still going to be the man either which way. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm going to, uh, I'm going to adapt to my surroundings and make it work for me. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like to piggyback off your point, some of the best moments I've ever had in my entire life have nothing to do with the club. Yeah, that's I was getting at. <laughs> like, and and that's, that's I've a... been in clubs with all my friends, all my boys, and they have had nothing to do with the club. Mm-hmm. Like, Sometimes I remember more pregame parties versus parties where I've actually been in the club because.
1: The journey to the like man, the, oh, the, the journey to the to club to get, is the best. The journey
0: to that's a great point, bro. Man. That's a great fucking oh, point. Oh my god, that's a great point. I like the, the, the stories Bruh. we had. I, remember, I, I, think I learned how to, I
1: learned how to break into cars with like just trying to fuck with goes. Like For real? yeah, that, and, like I can't, I, I can't remember why we were doing it, yes. but I know it was a good, it was to go out and yeah. I went to my pick up my man's.
0: Yeah.
1: And I locked the keys into the car when yeah. I went to go pick my man's up. Yeah. And we up and learned, I learned how to fucking, I figured it out. Yeah. Give me a bi wire hanger because I watched a lot of damn movies. Yeah, fucked around to pop that shit. Yeah. Like, but that was that was a, that's a whole story on its own. <laughs> Where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like niggas, like yeah. don't tell
0: nobody about this shit. But but don't yeah. nobody. I feel like niggas don't. I I like moving up here, moving to DC has shown me that it's a lot of fake motherfucking people here, dog. Mm-hmm. And like I've sat down and I've had genuine conversations with the people who make moves out here. Like, I met your man, I met your man six, Mm -hmm. one, the nigga told me to my face, bro, I I don't sit down and talk to nobody this long. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He told me that to my face, Mm -hmm. but he had rapped with me for three, you know what I'm saying? So I knew what the words that he was giving me, the shit information that I picked up from him, it was all genuine shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that's a nigga, To me, in my eyes, this nigga is confident in himself. He was like, no, I just don't rap. Like, if it's not a lot for us to talk about, then we won't rap. You know what I'm saying at all. You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? But the like I met with uh, the nigga Amir, yeah, who you like? It's some niggas Mm -hmm. out here that that's seem to like to me. When I meet, when I want to meet people really from the area and for the culture, it'd be the people that's like down to earth, can sit down, rap with you, and they can depict they can pick up from you if you Mm -hmm. a fake or not immediately. Yeah, because. You, you know you're gonna be able to speak more to it especially especially with that's talking about confidence Yeah, y'all niggas have worked with some of like some of the biggest stars in the world today mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying and y'all ain't out here faking so the people out here who don't know a fucking soul <laughs> ain't work with nobody what y'all really faking about what, y- what have y'all even done for real
1: oh uh, man you, you, you preach to the crowd when it comes to that shit cause like I feel. I almost feel like I, I feel like I need to be more arrogant about this shit. Like I be chilling. Like it would be to a point where like I be. I just be chilling about. It. Like it's yeah. I'm not about that. I'm not about the butter. Like when it comes to that shit, where niggas, oh you you you, you did with this, you did that, or whatever. Like I don't give a like. I do this because I I did. I do what I do because I love it. I, I was doing it before it was cool. Yeah.
0: You facts. know what I'm saying?
1: Like that's just that's just pretty much what, what it comes down facts. to. Now that it's cool, it's like okay. It doesn't it didn't change my feelings towards towards the craft either way, uh-huh. but um, but I, you know, I get what I get with it, and um, the real the real core I want to get to with the confidence thing is that like just to get a little bit a little deeper on it, but okay, I think that people the, the the root of of confidence and like and the root of like insecurity is that people have a phobia Of fear. People have an irrational fear of fear itself. I feel like people are so afraid of of of, uh, of fear, and then also anything negative or any any type of failure or any type of inadequacy that they put up a, a facade or an illusion that they overcame it when they really haven't. And I feel like when it happens, people will almost never address the situation at all. Or like like we kind of had a conversation before, like um, when we we're talking about. Uh, do strong women intimidate uh, yeah, intimidate yeah, men yeah, things yeah, like that? Yeah. And everybody has that immediate reaction like, "Oh, we'll tell you like, oh, no. uh women don't don't intimidate me. Uh, I'm a real nigga." Like oh, that kind of that kind of a uh, 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 thing. When like we all know as men deep down there's a time or a place or something or or a situation where it happened where a female has intimidated us, but we're so afraid to admit that or admit that oh we don't pull as many as many chicks as as, as you or as whoever mm-hmm. or we don't make as much dough as as X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. To a point where now that you're ignoring this this inadequacy so much that you never even address it, and you just go out into the world and try to put up this facade that you already got it, like you know it, and whatever. Like, and to me, that is what made me, uh, that's what makes me better, like like a lot better than what I would have been prior to because like I, what I started doing with myself was starting just admitting admitting my own inadequacies and starting just coming to face with like no matter how, or my own truth, whether it's not a popular opinion. If it's not a popular opinion, then people are afraid to, to express it. Uh, if it's something that that, that shows you in a, in, a, in an inadequate position, people are afraid to express it to a point where you never even address it. You know yourself, so you gotta, and then that creates this, uh, this cloud of insecurity that you carry along with you in everything that you do, especially when you're moving in that whatever scenario that you create within yourself. So like, um, I feel like, the first thing, the, the the root of confidence is being confidence in, in being is being confident in your weaknesses and inadequacies. If you can be, if you can be confident and be cool with sucking at something, and like say I it, yo I suck at this and know it like nah I'm good. Yeah. Because my first I can tell you this right now. My my first the first time I ever came face to face with that my first experience was when I gave up sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like I'm gonna, I'm. Gonna ah! give, I'm gonna, <laughs> Okay we'll tell, I'm gonna tell you this, like, this This is a story I never I'm gonna tell you this Cause this is a story Oh my god This is a story That oh I've never Ever told anyone Fair Fair Why I never Played
0: sports Fair I'm, a, I'm Okay uh, <laughs> So this is a, Hey bro. Get the alarm This is a classic moment oh, Here yeah, please man, It's, it's be, It might be Now nah, I'm feeling to a story With uh, you too I might have to Post this But like Go ahead bro When um <laughs>
1: When I was in, uh was the, the last time, cause the last time I played, I played for organized, I played organized, some type of organized sports was like, uh I want to say seventh or eighth grade. Okay, what sport? Uh, what sport? This was basketball. Oh, shit. This, this, is, this is your sport. This, yeah, this is, this I, is your, okay. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about my team. My team was fucking dope. Like, we had the smallest roster uh ever. We probably had, a, we had like a 12-man squad. I think it was like a, yeah, maybe like a 12 or 10 to 12-man squad, I think. And uh, it was a small team. Like, we maybe had like, to like a a second set and maybe one extra, mm-hmm. like maybe an eleven man squad. Yeah, um,
0: eleven but man squad. We
1: were undefeated. <laughs> okay. We went undefeated. We would blow teams out the wall. Like we would like every game. Yeah, we have like a thirty point lead. Okay, like an average between twenty to thirty point lead. Okay, demolished the league. It was like this is like county or like not. It's not AU. It's like this is like the league right before AU. Like yeah, like recreation. you go like you go like wreck like, like home team where like everybody gets the trophy and you got like the. The competitive shit where like you can join a the a league and you gotta get a you gotta um you gotta try out and if you make the team then you can join a league. You yeah, gotta, yeah, you gotta, you I know what you're talking can, about. So like that type of shit. Whatever, I think it's county. We call it county here. But um nah I did the joint and then I, I made the team. My my like I'm telling you, like, yo, we was beast, like we had the squad. Wait,
0: quit. you made a basketball team? Yeah. All right, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I made mean, it. So like, no, so you had to be good. All right, so all right. so you had to be all 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 so to be something good. So like right, tell you why right. I quit.
1: Okay. So no one no one know why I quit?
0: No, I, I want to know now though. <laughs> the entire season, uh-huh. I did not score
1: one point. Oh, Shit. Not one. Oh, shit. Not one point. See, I could I could go around and size you like, "Yo, yeah. man, my team, yeah. like my team was squad, we, we we was good." It's like, my whole and what I'm trying to say is that like my team was so damn good. Yeah. That I sucked, like. Yeah. And I was just amazed. Like, and the thing is like <laughs> And and it's like so. I was the bench warmer.
0: Yeah, yeah. I am
1: the bench warmer. Like I will keep that that seat nice, nice and cozy for you. (laughs) Like like, it'll be set at fucking seventy three degrees. Yeah, uh,
0: Fahrenheit. Yeah.
1: Seventy
0: three. Butt warm. (laughs) It's it's butt warm. Yeah. I think I had I I had fucking uh, advertisers. Oh my! uh, Run run
1: around for like for the for the the star (laughs) players. But all I have to say is that like. I got to a point where like I didn't even go to the um to the championship game. Okay. Because I felt like it wasn't my victory. Yeah, yeah. So like that was the day that like, I quit sports. Like that time when the 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 time I spent was like we uh did all the all the seasons, all the games, whatever. Okay. But like um I couldn't. I wouldn't even get in the game unless we were like twenty points up.
0: Yeah, but if y'all blown everybody out, that means you played in all of
1: them. Uh, no, I didn't play in all of them. So like, <laughs> oh, no. Shit. So like, I was, yeah. So, so oh I just, my God. No, I didn't play in all of them. So like, I'm saying that oh, all that to say is that shit. like, um, I had to be comfortable and accept. My disposition, my disposition. Cause like I could still to this day be like, yeah, my team was was this this that third and could've went to the game and got my trophy. I didn't I don't know what the fuck that trophy is If I still in in, in the coach's uh, fucking yeah. garage, yeah. cutting dust, who knows? Yeah. Cause I, I felt like I, I didn't earn that shit. Like yeah. it wasn't mine. And it was no disrespect to nobody nothing. It was just like I know it wasn't from me. Like and it was so funny, because like it, it was me and this other dude that was, some, that was some ass. He went to the championship game and he scored. And he was like, they was like, hey, why want you come to the game? Da, da, da. Like, your man got in the game, and he scored, he, he shot this, this dope ass three, Sison and all that shit. But oh, yeah. I'm like, nigga, like, I didn't earn that. That's why I feel like, I, I don't like to take shit I don't earn.
0: Yeah, I feel like.
1: You. That's that's just that's just who I am. Like, even though, you know, even though I made the team, whatever, I made the cut, whatever that shit is, but it does, that shit don't matter. Because like, I had to accept with them myself, like, Nigga, is this me? What am I good at? Yeah, I suck at this. I had to tell myself I suck.
0: Yeah, like,
1: and that's a hard thing that for most people don't do. Most people yeah. don't say like, you know what? I may not be that cute.
0: Yeah,
1: I may not be that damn funny.
0: Yeah,
1: I may not be that damn intelligent. Yeah, I suck. Yeah. Like, fuck all that. Like, you don't know say, fuck all that. Like, that's why i don't like when people try to overinflate and, and be all this kumbaya about the shit. Where like, when it comes to uh, being honest and real about themselves. And it's like not everybody is designed to to be the best at everything.
0: Uh huh. That's a you fact. You know what I'm
1: saying? So where you shine is where you shine, and why I shine is where I shine. So like, that's why I I, I put the basketball down and I, and I picked up a camera. I picked up theater.
0: Yeah. I
1: picked up art, like because yeah. I was good at that. Yeah. Not many people can do it, and that's why I'm here today. That's why I don't do anything else.
0: But I think that that's your basketball pause. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The camera theater that was your basketball. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. do you. I'm not good at this, and I accept, accept it like now me on the other hand, like when it comes to I think uh, I think mine started a long time ago because uh when it comes to like believing and, and being confident in yourself, it, I mean I got a I mean I got a I, I mean when I was in high school, I snuck into my coach's office, I'll never forget, and literally wrote a letter to the University of Florida from my coach's computer. I snuck into his office and sent the email like, "Yo, such and such, I got a player cuz I've always felt like so to just just me in general, the the brighter the lights to me, the more I want it. Like I want the spotlight. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've all like I've never had a problem with it and I I've, I've never had a problem sharing it. I just always knew I wanted to be in it. Mm-hmm. So I would always carry myself as such. You know what I'm saying? And our stories are different because I have a... I'll be honest with myself when I feel like I've reached a plateau. So, this is as far as I can go because I'm not about to apply myself more and I'm honest with myself enough to say that. And I feel like that's even more... Like, it's not more so than yours. It's just more of a truth when you get to a point where I don't feel like working at this anymore so I'm going to stop doing it. You see what I'm saying? Because I don't feel like putting my time into this anymore. I'm to something else. But to get back to what I was saying regarding... uh. Just when I'm trying to establish my confidence as a young man, bruh, you know, I when I was a senior in high school, I snuck in my coach's office because I knew of all the niggas that we had playing on the team, I was the only one with the grades. So I knew I was the only one going to get in the school and I was the only one that was from other areas. So I had been outside of that little ass town in Carolina and had seen. Like, I had been to Florida. I had been overseas and seen the world. So I was like, yo, there's more than just this shit. These kids that I'm playing with think that this is it, maybe. Or going to Benedict up the street in Columbia, South Carolina, or Voorhees, like, that was going to school. When I was like, nah, I can go D1 and play on television. (laughs) Like, this is a real thing. And I, you know, I shot my shot. And it didn't, like, when I sent the email, I got the nigga slick laugh. Even the coach, mad laughing, for real. Like... mad laugh and I was not no bum when I was I was nice when I was in high school like real nice when I was in high school like most niggas is yeah. but I I knew for a fact that I could continue to play and play at another level but even on a like even on a lesser level as a younger nigga going after chicks dog when you a kid like when you're 17 18 19 like the hunt for women when you're not an obvious attractive nigga Like, that's war. Like, I don't think niggas, like, niggas may not understand that, but this conversation is about to be a true conversation. The young me, I don't care. Initially, I cared about time, but I don't care about time right now with this, how we going right now. (laughs) Because at the young me, fucking, I mean, I take it all the way back to when I was an eighth grader. I mean, I had a, when I was in eighth grade, I had a girl in Florida, and I was living in Carolina at the time. Like, and she, like, was the joint that, made, like, I was like, all right, back I got me a cute little light-skinned jam, and I'm, uh, I don't know how I feel about myself yet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You growing up, I am I might be ugly, for real. I don't yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Should they call it what it is. Yeah. So, she embracing, nigga. Mm-hmm. So, when you that young, you get like, yo, somebody embracing me like this. Like, I want this forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Drake, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. Drake drops a verse. You know, it's, it's some people that I need, val- I need validation from some people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and at that time, you're not mentally developed to know that everything comes from within. You know what I'm saying? You're not mentally developed to know that the confidence is really a, a sign of uh, uh, of sureness, honesty, comfortability. Like, that confidence comes from everything else that you do. To me, I call confidence something that happens in the dark. Yeah. They don't happen in the light.
1: No, that's a manifestation of your account, of your achievement. That's what that,
0: that's what it is. That's does. a that's a that's a fucking fact. Okay. But even when you take it to something as as small as how you look mm-hmm. and the ability to go talk to another girl at a young age, that's a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So when you tell me like yo I suck at I was I suck at basketball, so I stopped, mm-hmm. nigga. For for I, I'm almost sure that I was a lover boy when I was in high school college because I had to be. <laughs> like, if I got one, I'm like, All right, I had to love you to death, <laughs> hey, 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 we together forever. you want to <laughs> leave it Oh my God. I, I was green. I was singing on the go. phone. I was a young nigga <laughs> on the phone singing <laughs> Drew Hill. Whack. I was <laughs> whack. Oh my God. Nah, I keep that to yourself for us. I'm hey, not. listen, yeah. real shit. Let me oh, see. bro. but whole time what was happening though was all that shit I was doing was it. Was for one, none of the relationships had worked, so it didn't matter what the fuck I was doing, how green I was being. The bitches was still cheating, like, it was, like, like, it, especially the young me. The, the bitches was still cheating, and me in high school, anywhere between high school on back, I was dogging them too, you know what I'm saying I was dogging them too at that point. But just to just to just to get to the just to oh, get to the point, just to get to the overall yeah. the overall point of it as as I got into college and got older, I got to the point where those that's fucking with me, you fucking with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going out of my way to impress you. If I'm attracted to you, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna as they say in the current days, I'm gonna shoot this shot. Mm-hmm. And that's when I say shoot my shot, I'm not just saying that towards, and when I say attract, I'm not just saying that towards women. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if I'm attracted to you as a goal, for type of vehicle, anything that I want, I consider shooting my shot, me putting the work in. So when I established that confidence to put together a creative canvas, mm-hmm. when we establish the confidence to shoot our own production, which we yeah. pretty wise, which I know we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Like all that stuff came from the groundwork and the work that happened in the nighttime. I mean, yeah. and then not nighttime, but happened in the dark.
1: Yeah. Nah, yeah. I mean, you you definitely uh definitely right about that I wanted to just uh, piggyback off of something you said earlier and really just elaborate on it uh, and, and it's really about cause like there's two aspects to it because like cause the other aspect where it's like you look at something and you say first of all you gotta you gotta deal with accepting accepting your position on whatever situation whatever given situation that you're in saying that alright I suck at this just just the first step is just admitting you are not good at that yeah. now the second step is to are you going to uh try to attempt to get better at it? Or are you just gonna walk away from it and just cut your losses? And I think that like there's so many levels to that to where like people just don't have confidence in, uh, to where people just don't even address them. Cause like they can say, like, okay, I suck at it and don't even don't address it, even though they may need it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm a poor speaker. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why if I'm doing this podcast things so I can get better at speaking. Mm-hmm. But like my, my main thing is uh there's there's certain things I look at and say, I suck at it. Um, but therefore I'm not going to to pursue it, so I fly.
0: Can I throw something at you real quick though? But another reason why you're able to get there though, aside from that, is the fact that you have a level of honesty with yourself. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm really gonna get out of because I I I know where I like I like to let the audience know where you're going, but you you gotta at least have the nuts. You just told all our audience I don't talk that well, Mm -hmm. so I'm doing a podcast so that I can improve that.
1: Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, you you, you made my point for me. Right? Bingo! There like, you go. And then that, that's what I said like I know I got a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, I ramble. I know that my mind... I'm probably damn near mildly autistic. I don't even know. Yeah. like I probably am because I be like I be moving. i like yeah. I just be moving on a different. Like, How's the meditation working now? Oh, that's what that's that's awesome. Bingo! That's an awesome thing. Bingo. I want I want to do a review on it like after doing it for about. 60 days or something like that okay. we'll do. We will probably pick it up no I just Maybe want to I see what was happening for now oh yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah but no so far so good but okay, like man. um the main thing is, was that like like I said like I looked at this other thing where I suck at speaking but I felt like I need to know how to speak so let me address it let me do better at it and I felt like cause I that can go into other things that things that I'll probably pick up in other podcasts or other conversations that we have mm-hmm. but like cause I can go into uh Really laying everything out on the table and, and addressing what you can and can't do. Because mm-hmm. I feel like people have so many deep in, in, insecurities, or and they are have insecurities about things they can't change, mm-hmm. and they also have in, uh, insecurities about things they can't change. And it's about like deciphering whether uh, what which is which and what you can address and what you need to address. Mm-hmm. Because like my like as like, I was getting to it like earlier, but we were like, gonna have it expand on the more. But like like I said, there may be something as simple as you may not be that cute. You yeah. may be fat. Like yeah. you may literally in the face be less attractive than I know what you're saying than than a Chris <laughs> Brown, whoever the fuck. Like I know what the dudes look like. Yeah. When the bitch like oh that dude's so sexy, blah blah blah. Yeah. And you look at the nigga like niggas got the fucking big ass damn uh no, eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, the biggest eyebrows yeah. and, and the shit be fucking like like a like a brim hat. Looking like, mad like a,
0: crazy out here. Like
1: fucking like looking <laughs> looking like they don't even need to wear a, a fucking fedora cat for cause it keeps the shade out the eyes. Yeah. They got them type of eyes.
0: Yeah.
1: And bitches love that shit. Oh, they got the and they got the strong ass jawline. Yeah, <laughs>
0: fucking Ken doll in the face ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. I'm with you. Chicks
1: love that shit. Like yeah. oh, you look like whatever. Yeah, you may not look like that, so therefore you may not be the cutest dude on the block. Like you may not, you may be a seven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You may be a seven. You may be a six in the face. Yeah, you're know <laughs> like in the face. That's that's just that's you may be uncute. Like yeah, you know i that's yeah. just, that's just pretty much what it is, and it's like there's nothing you can really do about it. So they just accept that and figure out where can you eat better. Yeah, that's a fact. You're know yeah. saying like. Okay, I may not be that cute in the face, but...
0: I can get dressed good. I
1: can dress well. Well, Yeah. There's things things that you the thing is, You may not be that cute in the face, Mm -hmm. and you may not be able to dress well. Mm -hmm. You say, well, I can't do shit really... Not that much about mm-hmm. my face. Yeah. And because they say saying that face is very subjective. There's yeah, because niggas got do. money, etc., etc. et cetera. Yeah, like, we're not talking about that. But yeah. like, we're not going to get to that. But there's just the, just the there's things that you can't do about it. There's yeah. things you can't do. Uh-huh. So like, you really can't do much too much about your face. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> you can watch that but motherfucker. <laughs> you can get a banging ass body. You can like, fuck it. I I'm going to the face. gym. Yeah, I'm going to hit this damn gym. I'm yep. make sure that I'm... Not many females got... Or whoever got six packs, yeah. So I'm might have my sixes rolling, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the
0: joints might let me get a pass if I take you know my saying? shirt so like, off. Yeah, so it. like
1: yeah that, and then, or I may be able to be a bomb, a bomb in the kitchen, like or the fit, the fit game maybe maybe uh maybe lit. Like that's that that's pretty much you can and those are the things that you can work on. So you start shifting your chances attention to things that you also may be inadequate in that you can develop. Mm-hmm. I can develop my my appearance. I can develop my speech. I can develop that or and and that to me. That honesty—it's—it's uh, it's almost like you're you're tearing down that that wall, uh, that that wall that protects that protects your insecurity mm-hmm. to then now build up confidence. Mm-hmm. So you always—it's almost, almost like you got to take two steps back to take three steps forward. That's a fact, Tommy. And uh, I, and I think that's that's pretty much the overall message I wanted to give to the uh, to the topic. I, I
0: I think in general, and just to final, and to, f- to finish it up for me, I think people like I think. The the audience and and everybody like uh, here in this world, you got to learn to genuinely appreciate you. Genuinely begin to appreciate and understand yourself and the shit that you got happening for you without comparing it to anybody else. See, there's two misnomers that are going through the universe. The first one is we must compete. Right. I got to compete with you. No, I fucking don't. And the second one is what you eat don't make me shit. (laughs) That's a fact. Yeah, (laughs) like what floats the boat for you don't do nothing for me. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So the moment these people start, the moment like the moment we start to embrace who we are as individuals and being okay with that, I think we'll you'll you'll start to notice. For one matter of fact, start fuck in its totality. The you, the person listening. The point the, at the moment you start being cool with who you are, you're gonna start to notice that you blossom because certain things that we think matter don't. They're distractions. They're stopping us from getting the things that we want. They're preventing us from reaching the goals that we want to achieve because we think we need these other things to validate us. Like I gave the example of of uh, of something men, certain men needing tons of women to validate them certain guys needing tons of money or certain people needing tons of money to validate them i told you the other day you know me And the first time i came over here what i tell you i want to make enough money i could buy this whole condominium (laughs) now i'm at the point where i make two three four million i'll actually be okay because the type of dude that i am i already got it Mm -hmm. and i know i already got it and i don't need nobody else to validate me on it you see what i'm saying? Because of and I know I got it because anybody close to me, anybody close to you that know you just take a second. Everybody out there listening. Tommy, you sitting right in front of me. Anybody that's playing and just decides, you know, listen to it. Take a second and think about some of the shit you've done that nobody that that the people in your age group have it can't even fucking imagine.
1: Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's, there's so many things. My like, point exactly. Yeah. So, so when so once I give with, with that damn sports, like the basketball, I started doing what the fuck is the fuck it is I do. Uh-huh. Oh, that shit. I shouldn't I shouldn't should allow people in that in that regard.
0: So. so think about it. It's like it's your life. Just your life in general. It's dope. Just for what you do. Fuck me. The fact that we even doing this podcast together. Mm-hmm. Just before I had ever came into your life. If you had taken a second to look at the shit that you were doing, the shit that you had done and really genuinely appreciate it, you won't need validation from nobody else. You won't need shit. Honestly, you're just going to continue to move at that pace that you want to move at because you're comfortable where you are. And the only reason you're working harder is because you want to feel more like that's it. I'm only working hard so that I can get more of the feeling that I had uh, before when I accomplished this, when I went overseas and played ball. Working with GQ Magazine and, and them nigga and they knowing, yeah, I know who you are. this The PFS brand, I don't know about TGS, but the PFS brand, it was seven of us. All boys. We recently reunited. All of us. But we started in 2010. It's 2017 now. I have done astronomical shit with that. You see what I'm saying? I've done it with that. So I don't got no reason to be giving a fuck what Jay-Z got going on for real. I don't got no reason to give, like I like Drake music but I don't got no reason to care what's happening in his life. Nigga, That's a whole nother conversation. But I'm sort of yeah. setting it up as we get ready to end this one. I'm yeah. sort of setting it up for that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the people that listen to us need to have a clear understanding man that it don't fucking matter what nobody else got popping. It only matter what you got popping. And if you are about to now if if what you got popping involves somebody else like us, then it matters what you got popping. Yeah. It matters to me what Tommy got popping and vice versa because we get money together. Yeah. Both of our success, it doesn't hinge on the other person. It's just important to the other person. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean that's that that that's really it for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know this is this is the type of talks I like to have. Like yeah, definitely, uplifting. Definitely. I like to try to uplift my people, man, because yeah. We all we got, and no bull. And that statement may sound like some bullshit, no. but it's facts. Oh you no, all yeah, you yeah, got, yeah,
1: man. yeah. We no, yeah, no. It's really you all you got. Yeah, you so, all you got. Because like, even when you get to the to the my people, man, your people may not even be your people. That's a the fact. The people that you think is your people may not be your people, and the most likely are not based on how the, the temperament of the world is and how how it, how it responds to each other. Them people that you think is your people ain't your people. The niggas that you that you see and you touch and you deal with and you interact with them on a daily basis, those are your people. The niggas that you go on your phone and you can call for for help or whatever or for, for whatever, those are your people. So like, and that's and when you we think about that, your circle just got that much smaller. <laughs> that's like a fact. It just got that much smaller. That's so like a when fact. you when y'all out here playing all these like identity politics and thinking, oh, we sisters and everybody's the, the females, all these folks give a fuck shit. about you. Oh, we brothers, fissed up. Yeah. Not all them niggas give a fuck about
0: you. That's a fact. You know what
1: I'm saying? And whatever, whatever. If you, if you Democrat or Republican or whatever the fuck it is, I'm like none of them niggas give a fuck about you. The niggas that give a fuck about you are the niggas that you see, touch, and interact with on a daily basis, and that are an asset to your to your well-being in your life. Let me take it a step advice further. further. Let me ahead. take
0: it a step further. Re- just real quick too. Yeah. Earlier, I'm, and this is my, this is personal, frank advice to anybody that's listening. Mm-hmm. Be 100. It may sound cliche, but I can guarantee you. That shit will sustain relationships for a long period of time. If a motherfucker do not have to guess how you feel, if he don't got to guess how you feel and it's vice versa, then I can assure you, I can assure you, if they walk away from you, then it's a good thing. Let them fucking go. Because for one, they can't deal with the truth. Because I feel like, and I learned this from, and I'm I'm openly admitting I learned this from you. Just because I don't fucking agree with you don't mean I got to dislike you. I just don't agree with how you feel about this specific thing. But there's a million other things me and you can get along and agree about. So mm-hmm. with that, like for me with that, I, like, I don't got nothing else to say. Mm-hmm. Be 100 with yourself because that's ultimately what you did. Mm-hmm. Saying I suck is you being 100 with yourself. Mm-hmm. Notice me and you talk. Every time something happens, I, I pull, I be like, yo, Tommy me holler at you real quick.
1: Yep. You see what Everything. I'm saying? Even if it ain't a thing, it might be a thing. You, you want to address it. You bring it. I'm like... Please tell this, him. Please tell him, Tommy. No,
0: tell. I, take your time and tell him. Cause nigga, I, you dealing with a real tell niggas. for How nigga I go will, down, bro. We'll
1: bring it up. Like there's something on my tape. Be like, yeah. What is this? What, oh yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> yeah, this is a perfect example. He's like, man, he asked I me mean, like, yo, you don't wear watches, man. You don't wear watches. Like I was like, nah, I don't. I don't wear ro- watches like that. He was like, you know what? Uh, we need to get you a watch, man. You know, cause everybody talks that shit. Like, yeah, we need to get a, get a watch. We need to do all that shit. And guess what he did? Two days, three days later. <laughs> Here's, here's a watch right here. Bam! My man's got that for me. My man JT got that. All co- day. Got me watch. He said I needed a watch, so he talk talking that shit like because that's what that's the type of that's the people you need around you niggas that ain't gonna just talk that shit and criticize you and then not be there to see to see through or build up your like their criticism or or, or back up this criticism. If I, if I my whole thing, if you got somebody in your corner saying you fat, you, you fat. Yeah. But is that person going to be there to help you or at least give you advice or help you towards your journey to to, to slimming up? Facts, and I think that people get so caught up in that's why people so are so afraid to address the negative, in the sense of they feel like all they all they're gonna get is a bunch of criticism. Like, nah, if I tell you, like my whole thing is like I'm the type of nigga where like we doing the, we doing the uh, the uh, the whiskey Wednesday thing. We gonna have a suit and tie type of shit. I'm probably most likely I'm gonna, gonna bring two extra blazers in my in my trunk. In this case, one of my mans come through and they ain't looking right. I'm like nigga, you ain't looking right. You can't wear this shit. But I'm gonna go to my car mm-hmm. and give you the blaze. You know, probably get the blaze, the jacket off my back to get you in. Cause I'm not here to, I'm not criticizing you just to just just to keep you down and say, ha ha. Look at me, I'm up here, and look at you, you're down there. Yeah. I'm going to criticize to say that nah, you need to address this this inadequacy and build it up. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm going to be try to be there as much as I can with you to do it. Mm-hmm. But like, just because like me, j- they get so caught up in me or people addressing it in in this uh in totality. So in in this totality. Yeah, that they don't even allow people to formulate or or develop a solution. Mm-hmm. So we just get so caught up in just pointing fingers, and pointing fingers, mm-hmm. and not doing shit because that's not, that's part of the reason why we in the last podcast when we were talking about the refugee thing. I was like, nigga, y'all are talking about all oh, let let them in, let them in. Are you going to let them sleeping sleep on the damn couch? Yeah. Are you going to open your doors up for them? Yeah. If you're not, then shut the fuck up because like you talk, you just full of shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you. y'all, you got my whole thing is that like. People gotta start living by what they do like what they say. So if you're gonna say, and the thing is, they're afraid to say it and mm-hmm. make judgments because they, they don't want to even address it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have to be the one to solve the issue or fix it or do whatever. So they just avoid even addressing it altogether. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that's a that's a a regressive and a stag. That's a stagnant and also you know a regressive mindset to have. I agree. Uh, I you I know agree. what I'm saying? And we and we about progress over here. So I think that's it, man. Uh, we can go ahead and wrap this thing up. I think this is, I think is a great podcast. I, I think, think that's uh, another
0: an, another one. <laughs> fuck it, <laughs> another one. All hey, right, I'm 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 uh I'm I am uh, I want to say thank you to everybody that listened. Shout out to my boy Tom. He literally texted me right before we was about to do the podcast, and I'm gonna admit some openly before we close. I used to have a big problem with my people, not my friends. "Quote unquote, not supporting the shit that I do, yeah, but yeah. you made a statement to me that says I want them to just pick it up on their own and fuck with it. And I didn't ask, I haven't asked anybody to listen to the podcast. And I've been contacted by plenty of people like, yo, I fuck with your podcast. So I want to say thank you to them. I want to say thank you to you live in front of all these people. Yeah, thank, I'm gonna say thank think, you, to JT, live in front of everybody I, I, because nigga, I wouldn't. I know for a fact I, I'm a renegade." Mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I have a major fuck you mentality mm-hmm. to the people that don't, the people that I feel like should support what I do. But now in knowing and learning from you, I can openly say I just want people to support me because they want to, not because they feel like they have to because I'm their friend, man. So yeah. I appreciate that.
1: Oh, man, that's, that's that's real right there. That's
0: real, man. I appreciate this watch. You's <laughs> <He's> a nigga. <laughs> I, appreciate I appreciate this, this watch. watch. From my man, JT. <laughs> hey, man, I'm so Frank. A- hey, I'm Frank Mill, man. Yeah. KJT, man. Oh, yeah. This is Tommy Guns, and this is A to G. A to motherfucking G. Well, yeah. Trump umbrella. <laughs>